Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, a show for anyone who needs a friend, where we tell how we met our best friend, the Holy Spirit, the stories of how he meets us in our everyday lives, and how you can meet him too. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. Hey, hey Nick. How are you doing today, Ron? I am doing lovely. It's a crisp yeah, day. Yeah, I, I was just telling him in the beginning before we started recording that I just I walked outside and it was that crisp fall start weather, you know, kind of getting crisp and not hot and perfect temperature. I love the fall. That's my favorite uh, uh, time of the year. You doing I like all right? seasons. You know, I like seasons. I'm, I'm glad that I live in a place yeah. that has distinct seasons, even though in Norfolk... Uh, or Hampton Roads, there's a debate about whether or not we have like an actual spring and fall, but yeah. I think it's here. So I agree. Listen, uh, and just I want to just because I know you're not going to say this, but I want to congratulate you. Uh, do you know why? I have no I'm idea. I'm congratulating him because uh, uh, Ron has also is a counselor and also been working for the government, and now he's transitioning to full time counseling because business. I hate to use business, you know, but clients are just really increasing and you, you, God is blessing you and your counseling and you had to leave the government man so uh, and you're in your pact mm, I am very busy uh, I yeah it's a blessing right yeah I'm not doing it because I got packed I'm doing it because the Holy Spirit told me to do it and it was the time and and so he he's followed through with right you know filling up my schedule he actually told me he said listen I, you'll never lack for clients and I'm, I'm glad of that and i'm enjoying it it's exciting it's full of life which is like you we were talking offline it's pretty miraculous because these are the exact things that i'm doing now used to like suck did contribute greatly to sucking all the life out of me and so i'm really happy yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i accept that thanks that is a praise so that's, that's a praise amen father listen i wanted to talk about a subject here um and I didn't really tell you. Any, in fact, I haven't told you what the subject. I told you something a couple of days ago, but it's not, that's not the subject here. And you feel free to uh, chime in anytime you want to chime into it. It's not a long story, but it starts off with um, here's the word, and it goes to another word, and then I'm going to make it personal. Okay. Uh, the word is stuck. <laughs> okay. There's many, many ways of being stuck. I'm not going to even get into that. Just think about it, people. You're stuck. You're in a situation, whatever it is, you're stuck. I had a conversation with two guys last week, and we're talking spiritual issues, and these are smart guys, okay? And uh, we're talking, and they just don't see the point I'm trying to make or not accepting the point of or the direction of how their lives need to be different. They're, and I'm sitting there afterwards, the old Nick would have been ticked off. I was like, what a jerk. I mean, what's his problem? I mean, God, why doesn't he get it? Blah, blah. You know, I'd be like, I'd be pointing fingers at him, pointing fingers. Why doesn't he get it? Is he that dumb? I mean, it's right there. Okay. That didn't happen. Holy Spirit put it on my heart. He's just stuck. He's stuck. Okay. And he's not open to new ideas. Okay. He's not open to new ideas. And then I came to the conclusion that when you get a new idea, Ron, you're a science guy, ex-nuke uh, in the military, whatever you call that. That's right. All right. So when you get a new idea, an old idea needs to be put to death. Okay? Now, that makes sense 
maybe in science or math or history. Oh, I thought it was like this. Was uh, No, it's not like this. It's like this. Okay, I can accept that. But I'll tell you something. When you put to death a belief that you have had, that you've grown up with, okay, maybe it's about yourself and you come to the conclusion that you're not as pretty as you thought or the best athlete or the best employee and you come to that realization or how about the belief that you were uh how about the belief that you come to believe things that the church that you're going to is telling you you love the pastor you love the people you love the leadership but they've been telling you something okay that's not true it is hard you have to put the old belief to death before you put the new belief in and sometimes that hard that's hard and here's now I'm going to make it personal. And it's even hard for me to even say this because I knew when, I, when the Holy Spirit put this in my, my head, I, I went, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about this. Here's the thing. You knew my dad, okay? I love my dad. My dad would do anything for me, okay? Okay, ready, guys? Here it is. My dad many times was a jerk, A real jerk and because I could not tell the truth or un- accept the truth that hey he loves me but you know what you're really a jerk in this department you're really a jerk okay what this is what happened and this is what I think happens when well I'm gonna go into that we'll see what you have to say this is what had to happen for me well what had to happen is failure Okay, because I accepted his kind of love. I brought it into another relationship, a marriage, and I ruled, ruled, because he ruled, that type of thing. And I, I, and what I said to myself is, listen, he loves me. He really did. He was a good dad. He would do anything for me. He was strict, but he was a jerk. And I kept that jerk part, part of my life because I couldn't accept to say, hey, dad, you're great here, but you're really a jerk here. And because I accepted the whole package, I couldn't, I, I did not accept the full truth. And it was only through failure and God coming back into my life that I was able to start saying, this is not right. Okay. I, I love someone ultimately do whatever you can for them, but take the jerk part, take the temper out, take the intimidation of how he used to do that to me and others and employees out that's not you, Nick. Take the good, take away the bad. And sometimes you can get stuck. That's the word. Stuck in a belief. Um, that's not the full truth. I pop it to you. Any thoughts? Okay, just so I understand. I want you to know that was hard for me to tell, say that my dad I, was I, a jerk. I can see that it was hard because I know how much you love your dad. Uh, and there was a lot to love about your dad. Dad was a good dad. I, I agree. Um, so could you, okay, you said stuck, the word stuck, what, what, what were you stuck in? What exactly? I was stuck and believing I did. Look, the stuckness was, I felt stuck not being able to be truthful about my father. Okay. It, it, It put me in a box here because I couldn't be truthful. I couldn't put to death some of the beliefs that I had that, that were true about my dad. So it it, it it boxed me in. I was stuck. I couldn't move to truth. 
This is how it is. I'm stuck, okay? Because if I have to tell the truth, I'm going to have to say, that was a jerky thing you did. That was wrong, Dad. You're absolutely out of line. So when you say you're, you were stuck and you weren't able to tell truth to your dad or to myself, to tell truth to yourself about your dad, well, no, you just said both. You yeah. said you couldn't tell him truth. Uh, so you, you were <laughs> stuck and you were stuck. Um, and then it had a manifestation of uh, broken things in other places because you, you took the things that you learned from him and applied them and they didn't work the same way that they worked for him, um, which they probably actually didn't work for him either. So, well, that's an interesting aspect of this I didn't think about before. Like, stuck people will produce more stuck people. Mm. Um, just like free people will produce more free people, which is kind of what our tribe is about. I want people to come into freedom, truth, and love, and be liberators, which is the... the the idea of the kingdom come and the will be done is more and more free people who know who they are and aren't stuck. So, but just to understand the, the stuckness, I'm still not sure I'm getting my, my, my arms around it completely. Like, if, if I was to say this, the statement that you made that you said that you kind of choked on, my dad, you, you stopped, you gather yourself, my dad was a jerk. Let, let, me, let me give it to you another way. One of the people I was talking to and trying to explain something to him, his parents believed a certain thing, and he's adopted his parents' belief, okay? And he can't move from that because what he has to say is they were wrong. They are completely wrong. So I use the word stuck. He is stuck in a belief, okay? He has, he's not in truth. And when you say something that's true, something has to die. So what has to die? In his case, his parents were wrong. The church was wrong. My dad was wrong. My fill-in-the-blank was wrong. And here's the new idea. That's how I'm using the word stuck. So when I was talking to those two guys, they're stuck and they, they can't move out of that. Does that clear it up a little bit? Or am yeah. I using the wrong word? No, no. I think you, no. It's the right word. Because as soon as you started talking about this, I went, "Oh, I know a lot about being stuck." I mean, that's that's why I was where I was for 13 years. I was stuck. I was stuck in in this place uh so if you look at it like beliefs let's just talk about beliefs in general you had a belief about your dad your dad is right you can't admit that he's wrong you want to talk about that belief dying but that's one way to look at it the other way is that uh if if the truth invades and blows up blows up your belief it displaces it i mean your belief dies yeah. I'm not really into like, okay, I'm going to put that false belief to death. I'm not really even sure how to do that. I don't think you can start there because what, because you're stuck in it. I mean, like, you do believe it. But if a bigger truth comes in uh, that comes in and lands in the middle of your stuckness and demands that you, <laughs> demands that the, the other belief yield, okay? And we could put it this way. You could say about your dad that... Uh, your belief system about your dad, my dad's right, my dad's this, my dad's, a, you know, basically your dad's like my dad's, larger than life, very successful, um, somebody who everyone admires. Right. Uh, therefore, all of these things that go along with that are there. But then you have a, a bigger belief that comes in and blows that up. And I'm not, you know, in, in one case you could say, well, 
your dad does something really, really stupid and shows himself to be a fool or shows himself to be really not nice or, but you already knew that. I mean, there were already, there was already evidence that was part of that belief system that went along that you suppressed and you said, nah, yeah, my dad's a jerk, but right, right, right. So what you have to have is a, is a bigger belief that can displace that and put the and put it all in perspective. Put the right pieces where they where they should go because you don't want to throw out everything about your dad. Right. Like you said, my dad was a jerk. Your dad wasn't a jerk. Your dad was a your dad was a good man who had some some characteristics that were, were would make would be called hey you're, you're being you're being a jerk right now. But he wasn't a jerk. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So what we want is right. the proper things to to take their place. And to be displaced, so you can get unstuck. Yeah, because you you listen. How how do you get what's in your heart into your head? Okay, as for my dad's example, and the only thing that happened for me is pain, mm-hmm. failure. Okay, I had to readjust here. Yeah. Listen, that happens. I, I'm I, I'm not. You know, you don't tell me about what goes on with your counseling, but I hear it all the time that uh, abuse. Abuse in, in, in with with parents and all that, and they love their mother, love their father, and all that, and they have to deal with that with that um, quagmire of uh, do I hate my father? Do I love my father? Okay, he did. I, I don't you know I don't know nothing about that stuff, but that's another thing that popped in my head. Okay, I don't know. Well, here let me let me talk about it like this. If, I, if you took all the evidence about your dad and your relationship with your dad and you say that's the place that you're stuck, whatever. I'm sure that people in our tribe have a, a plethora of experiences with their, with their mom and dad uh, <clears throat> that are all hard to deal with. But there are other things you get stuck in. You, know, you get stuck in, um, you can get struck, stuck in a health loop. You can get stuck or, or bad health. I, I thought you were going a different direction because I say, okay, uh, let me look into your life right now. Let's not talk about your dad and the failure there. Let's talk about current stuckness. Where are you stuck right now? Eating. Right. And and what have you tried? I'm speaking to the spirit, having me hearing. No, you haven't. I, look, I've watched you for 20 years do right. this. What, do you, what, is what have you tried? I've tried diets. I've tried fasting. I've tried uh, right. whatever. You've tried uh, whatever's hot. You've tried uh, applying someone else's guilt, shame, and fear. Huh. Okay, doctor comes along. Hey, you're gonna die. Okay, that isn't working. Right. Uh, your, you know, uh, your wife might say, Hey, look, you know, why don't you? And, and I'm, I'm not judging anybody. I'm, we all do this. Um, why can't you? Why can't you be disciplined? Okay, shame, guilt. Does that work? No. I mean, all those things can bring. Um, what do you call it? They can bring compliance, but not transformation. You, you can guilt, shame, and fear can make you comply, but it will not actually change what you're doing. So, if you're stuck in that, and here let's add up all the facts: past performance predicts future. Uh, past events predict future. Like, so if your dad is a jerk and he's continuing a jerk, but you adopt that and you and you continue to do the things he does. Um, you're you're stuck in that in that loop of doing the same things over again. But if I was to talk to you rationally and say, well, why are you doing that? You could probably make a pretty good case about why you're doing it. 
well, my dad's been successful. My dad, why are you telling me my dad's a jerk? But my dad's, you know, stayed alive in the restaurant business where everybody else, look, we can have a long list of the people that went out of business. So whatever he's doing must work. Mm. Okay, so I can, I, I get my set of facts and I believe that's the stuck. I believe what we get stuck in is the rational. You have good reasons. You don't have, it's not bad reasons. Why are you stuck in the, why are you stuck in this uh, hopeless, helpless a dieting circle and there's more people than you and like we all have our things what we're stuck in well we've gathered our facts and we have this this rational loop back and we apply our facts we keep applying our facts which becomes our belief system oh we have a set of facts and it's almost the theology of being stuck that's interesting here's why i'm stuck because i believe x y and z uh why do you believe x y and z well i've tried this this and this and none of that worked Therefore, it doesn't work. Therefore, I am hopeless and helpless, and, and I go back and do it again. So it's a theology of stuckness is what it is. It's a, it's a belief system. You're right. It needs to be interrupted. So how do you do that? I was saying earlier, you need a bigger, bigger belief to come displace the false belief. So you, you need to displace the false belief system. So here, here's what happens to Israel. Israel is stuck. I mean, they're stuck. They're, they're subjugated by a foreign power you know their their quote-unquote god is not working you know this is new testament this is what happens they're stuck their god isn't helping them they're still doing the same things they've always done sacrifices passovers all these things so they have a theology that is not helping them it's not getting them anywhere and what happens jesus comes on the scene and blows up their theology and if you don't think that he did you haven't read the new testament you have heard it was said but i say to you okay that is a displacement of a belief system that is not true. Your facts, your facts are not working for you. Um, your interpretation of the facts is not working for you. So I'm not talking about a, a squishy theology of God or anything like that. I'm just talking about your beliefs about the facts are your problem. Jesus comes on the scene. I say that that's it right there. Your belief about the facts are the problem. It's not just the facts, because I can't argue with facts. Look, 13 years, I sat at my desk and, and went over the facts. And the facts all added up to hopelessness and helplessness and despair. The facts were the facts. And I'm a very highly rational person. So, I, and I was a nuke. I nuked it out. If anybody out there is a nuke, you know what I mean. We, we nukes, we apply and we apply and we apply. Okay, scientific method and all these things and you go okay no my facts add up to hopelessness and helplessness <laughs> so what happens to israel is, is jesus shows That's up great. which is god so god shows up on the scene and he says okay i'm it's going to be hard to hear the things that i say but i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you how not just the facts but i'm going to tell you how you've misinterpreted the facts and now we're going to change our we're going to have a different theology when we're done and again, I know that some people are like, oh, okay, I'm not talking about theology, theology. I'm talking about the theology of unbelief because that's where you're stuck. You're an unbelieving believer. You have a set of facts that, that can, you know, convict wow. and convince that you will not change. It will not change. It cannot change. And so what happens, you, you mentioned this. So what happens? Pain comes. Pain, pain comes. Okay, Jesus, Jesus came. Okay, that's great. But when Jesus comes, it's very painful for Israel. 
it's it's disruptive. It it forces people into uncomfortable places. I've heard a pastor say like Jesus came to to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. And you go, oh well, that's you know. I heard somebody say, well, you can't say that Jesus is mean or Jesus. No, Jesus is a is a he's the afflictor of the comfortable, in love, to force you out of your false beliefs into a relationship with Him, that actually lifts you up out of the false belief system, and then gives you gives you both hope and power, because that's how I got out of my loop. And that's actually, so the pain gets applied, and you don't, I don't even know if you remember what you said. So a divorce comes, horrible, terrible, rips your life apart. And then you said what? And then God, then I, and God came back into my life, right. which was a lie, because God never left your life. But you got reacquainted <laughs> right, with <I> God. <laughs> but really what happened is you, you actually started to meet the real God. Right. Because you had a God that was too small. Right. To handle your, your relationship with your dad. Right. Right. It gets blown up. Now, how did you get unstuck? You got nuked. Boom. Okay, there it is. This happens. This is a collision. All this, all my facts now are up in the air. And now how are they going to come back down? And what theology are they going to fall into? So it's not just getting unstuck. It's like, how are the facts going to settle in a way that I can live with and understand and walk with the truth? Yeah, capital T. True. We have a loving father, right? Amen. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just so overwhelmed by... Um, how he got me unstuck and and how he gets people unstuck that's who i talk to all day stuck people hey if someone is stuck or can relate to this shoot us a message thanks for all the emails that we're getting and feel free to voice your opinion love to hear it thanks for joining us for this week's episode of ron and nick's best friend podcast the show for anyone who needs a friend join us every week right here as we talk about who our best friend the holy spirit and if you want more information about him or the show, you can find it at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>